0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are delighted that you have welcomed us into your home, and we would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or your comments to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. Well, today our guest is Stephen Gabriel. Steve is the author of a beautiful book called Hope for Your Grandchildren. Yeah talking to the third generation about what matters. And Steve is here today to talk to us about the role that grandparents should play in the lives of their grandchildren in terms of faith and morals. And so please go get this book, Hope for Your Grandchildren, Talking to the Third Generation About What Matters, and this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. Well, we had a great sharing with Steve yesterday, and I'm looking forward to the answers of all of his questions for today. But it is important, um, the role that we have. And there is a Catholic Grandparents Association. And so if you don't know about that, just Google them, the Catholic Grandparents Association. We are members and we've had them on our show before. And that might be helpful, another way to help give you guidance and direction as you navigate this. I didn't have a great example of great grandparents in my life. And so I'm kind of finding my way how to do this. You know, my grandparents were my parents were good to our children, but as the role of being a grandparent and finding my way, I want to do that well.
1: Yeah. And don't underestimate your influence as a grandparent. I know some of you your hearts are breaking because you may not have a good relationship with the parents of your grandchildren and so on, but you're always there. It, it's, it's kind of a hereditary thing and a spiritual thing. And we had one guest on years back who spoke about, he's done youth ministry for mm-hmm. 50 years. Shaughnessy. Uh, yeah, Shaughnessy is his last name, great, great guy. And he said, you know, and he, he never married, just doing youth ministry. He goes, I'm looking to recruit hundreds of grandparents as youth ministers. You don't understand the relationship you have, the in you have with your grandchildren. You know, youth ministers would just die for that, and they're trying to build a relationship and earn the right to be heard. You have a significant place, Mm -hmm. and this book is all about communicating in a loving way with your grandchildren and great-grandchildren what's important to you as a person of faith, and you hope that they incorporate that into into their lives as well, to have a happy, a truly happy life. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, today our guest again is Stephen Gabriel. Steve is the author of a beautiful book, which we highly recommend, Hope for Your Grandchildren, talking to the third generation about what matters. So Steve has 37 grandchildren of his own, and he's here today to talk to us about the role that grandparents should play in the lives of their grandchildren regarding faith and morals. You can get this great book, Hope for Your Grandchildren, at EWTNRC.com. Well, Steve, we're glad to have you back. And i yesterday went so fast, and I know today's even gonna to go fast, but I want all the answers to the questions. <laughs> but for the people who didn't want, watch yesterday, tell our family why you wrote this book and the format of it
2: for them. Sure, well, as you mentioned, I've got 37 grandchildren. Uh, and and uh, your wife uh, Peg, I- 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 <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know, I think that uh, fundamentally the role of the of the grandparent is to sort of reinforce the the values that their parents are trying to instill in their in their children. And you know, fortunately, all my kids are practicing the faith, and we're on the same page, so I can do that. Uh, you know, pretty much without uh, stepping on any toes. Uh, but, uh, what I, my experience has been that when we'd get together with them, they would be busy with all the other children, or, you know, there'd be a lot of them, so you it, you just, you really can't pigeonhole them yeah. to, to talk. And in many ways, they probably don't want you to do that anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I really want to convey some of these important ideas and you know uh, something about myself as well and uh, so I thought let me write some letters Mm -hmm. to them and it's something that it's something they can keep you know you can have a conversation with someone and after a few years things get pretty uh, fuzzy right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they they they'll have this somewhat as a keepsake but also it's something that's uh, that conveys a big part of myself Mm -hmm. about, you know, important things in life, a a little bit about my history and my life. And uh, so I thought this, this is something that, uh, that I'd like to do. And so I, I checked it out with my, with my kids. They thought it was a good idea. Uh, I ran a few of the letters by them uh, as well. And uh, so now, you know, when the, when our, my grandchildren reach roughly the age of 12, 13, 14 I'll uh, you know ask their parents whether or not this is, you know they're ready for you know for the book because you know they're yeah. serious topics and uh, if I get the the green light then I give them the book. And I, I might add that I have a version of the book that yeah. was written just for them. It's, yeah, it's not the one that's available to the public. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, and I, you know, collected all the letters in one volume yeah. there. And uh, so then I'll, I'll sign the book and I'll give it to them personally and tell them, that yeah. you know, this was written from my heart. And, uh, you know, that's I'd beautiful. like you to, uh, to look at it and, uh, and think about it.
1: Well, you did it beautifully, wonderfully, and I know that the second part, you know, for your book is that hopefully you'll inspire other people, myself, to say what what topics are important, you know, for you that you want them to know and uh, and to do that in a gracious way, yet an uncompromising way because you think this is really essential to how the created order works, how the universe works, that there really is a God, why you believe what you believe. They've watched you live it and peg But, you know, there's some words that go along with this Mm. that that you really must know from my end to you. So it's really beautiful. How did you pick the topics? I mean, there's so many topics you could have went with, and maybe one topic springs off into others, but um, how did you go about doing that?
2: Well, it was was almost a stream of consciousness sort of thing. You know, when I decided to do this, uh, obviously, various topics uh, yeah. uh, sprung to mind immediately and, you know, they were the, you know, the, yeah. the, the big ones about, you know, God, God why, you know, <laughs> yeah. why do I believe in God? And so I wanted to explain to them why I believe in God, yeah. why am I Catholic, you know? What about the Gospels, you know, should we believe what the Gospels say, um, you know, that kind of thing, you know, their yeah. sexuality, you know? And so I wanted to you know, talk, give them sort of a good framework for thinking about their, their uh, sexuality. Okay. Um, then I, you know, there, there are other topics that uh, are important in life, education, work, yeah. leisure, uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So Vocation. I just, mm-hmm. Vocation, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I just wanted to sort of tee those topics up for them and give them my perspective and you know how they might think about it as young people and then as maybe college uh, college yeah. students and then and beyond
0: so for the ones that are of age that you already have distributed them to how have they responded to the
2: book and the letters interesting question uh, I've gotten the whole range there are some that I'm sure Said thank you very much, Grandpa, and they put it on their on their dresser, <laughs> and that was as far as it went. There are others who were excited, went up to their room, read it cover to cover, yeah. and thanked me profusely for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But again, you know, we're in the long game here, and uh, you know, if, if if it turns out that uh, one of my grandchildren will read that book after my funeral. Mm-hmm. And it gets something out of it that will help them. That yeah. th- that I'm happy. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. So I mean, what what we all want is for our children and grandchildren to go to heaven. Right. And uh, whether that uh, you know wh- whether they get on the path um, as as a child or you know as a as an old man. Obviously, it makes a difference, but the most important thing is that they yeah. get on that path right. and they, yeah. and they wind, up, uh, wind up in heaven with our Lord.
0: Amen. Well, and I think, you know, even in writing this, in, is saying as a family that faith is really important to you, that you do have gifts and talents, all individual grandchildren, they all have different gifts and talents, and their parents aren't raising them for Harvard. They're raising them for heaven exactly. and so you you just want to come up alongside of that and say yes what your parents mm-hmm. are teaching you is true and this is where they get it from so when you were choosing the topics were your children involved in the selection of some of your cap you know the captions in the um, ones that you chose.
2: They, they weren't involved in the selection of the topics but yeah. I did get some feedback on some of the ideas th- uh, that were presented and that sort of thing. Yeah. So One thing that I'd like to mention is that while uh, presenting these ideas either verbally or in writing uh, to our children mm-hmm. and grandchildren uh, is important, I think that it's paramount that that be accompanied by are good example, mm-hmm. right? I mean that is just so important. Uh, talk is cheap, as they say, right? Yeah. And uh, it's it's just important that you know we strive to, you know, foster a really n- nice <coughs> relationship with our grandchildren. You know we, you know, we're fun with them. We do things, you know, at the go to the ball game or go to the ballet or whatever we might do. Do things, you know, express our interest in the things that they're interested in, and work with them that way. But they need to see that that grandma and grandpa really love our Lord and they and they live their life accordingly. So mm-hmm. you know there are there are times, for example, when um, we'll have. A bunch of grandkids spending the night with us because we're giving their Parents their a mom break. and dad a break they 're <laughs> going away for the weekend <laughs> or something like that, and uh you know we'll we 'll bring the kids along with us to daily mass mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and uh you know another thing that that you can do is you know just to reinforce the, the fact that you know, we really believe in the real presence of our lord mm-hmm. you know we 're off you know uh running errands and then you <clears> you, you tell uh Johnny or Susie, hey, you know, let's stop by church and, and visit our Lord uh, on the way home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that really conveys it. Yeah, right. I really believe this stuff, right. you know. Right. Another thing is, you know, we have to be sure that we have <laughs> the kind of formation that we need to convey the truth to, to them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's never too late for us to uh, pick up a good book, uh, you know, a good spiritual book. Or it could be on doctrine or some ascetical topic, lives of the saints, whatever it might be, so that you know, so it builds us up, so that we have the wherewithal to, to <clears throat> pass the faith on to uh, uh, to our children and mm-hmm. grandchildren.
1: Having the conversations. Yep. Not just simply going to a book, and we need that too—the dogmas and moral formation. So, but having the conversation with the real person who you know loves you and saying, he's really there in the tabernacle. We're really adoring him right now. This is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. I really believe this. Because if our children believe that, there's, there's almost zero they're gonna leave the church. You know? If they really understand that, believe that, and trust the people that are saying that to them, that this is, this is the I am the living bread, <laughs> who appeared to Mose, Moses in the burning bush and that was appearing to us in the sacrament. He's really, I am the creator of the whole universe, and he's living bread. And think like, He really believes this. And they believe it cheerfully.
0: Yes. I, mean,
1: I
2: think that people underestimate the importance of, <coughs> of joy, yeah. all right? They need to see in uh, grandma and grandpa or your mom and dad that, that this faith has changed them Mm -hmm. you know this has really influenced their life they're happy they're cheerful they're filled with joy and if they see this they're gonna want it too right
0: or they see grandma and grandpa have health issues right I had a cancer diagnosis my grandchildren some of them walked right through that journey through you know stage 3 cancer Jim had a heart attack you know and it's like okay what happens to their faith Jesus is right here. And you experience that whether I live or I die, I'm with God. I'm, you know, and so, and that just fortifies and strengthen their journey because that's going to happen to them too. I mean, they're going to have health issues. The beautiful thing that I love in, with grandchildren are the moments that just mm-hmm. happen like in cars, right? And especially as grandparents, we might be aiding the children and transporting them here and there and picking them up towards a game and everything you can experience your faith journey in the car. First of all, how you drive, how you respond to the people who cut you off. And I have my grandchildren say to me, oh, mama doesn't act like that, Nona, you know? And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, you have a choice to make. You can act like your mother or you can act like Nona when you drive. When an ambulance comes by, yeah. right? Do we pray? When we pass the church, do we bless ourselves? Just a really simple, things that happen as you're just transporting that you can, you can have that exchange with your grandchildren.
2: Right, you're establishing a Catholic culture. Yes. That you're communicating
1: to, yeah. to yeah. the younger ones. Right. And you were speaking back in the green room um, about friendship evangelization. That's so important to you. I mean, you, you have an evangelistic heart or a catechetical heart and that you just kind of do this on the way. This is like a common thing. You, can, you It's formal but it's very, very common. Mm-hmm. I think it says that in the Old Testament, right? Teach your children as they wake up and as you walk by the way and as you do whatever, just all day without pigeonholing them, as you said, or being overly, you know, with it. But yet, this is like, this is the air I breathe. It's just mm-hmm. really wonderful.
2: Yeah, if you love someone, you want what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And what more could you want than for them to have a relationship with our Lord? So. You know, you know, we should be prepared to, you know, to take yeah, that yeah. that step, to take the risk, right? Yeah. We don't know how someone's going to respond. They they might uh, say, hey, this is none of your business, and yeah. Yeah. you know, leave me alone. But as it turns out, uh-uh. it is your business, all right? That's that's a cop out, and we shouldn't be saying it's none of my business that this good friend of mine yeah. is yeah. has left the church yeah. or is right. you know it, it has you know you know done yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, It is our business because
1: we love him and we we want what's best for him. Give us some guidance and some tips. We just have about three minutes left about how we can use your book or how we can pick our own topics, what we should be considering, how how do we use this book? Because I know you really wanted to say, I want to pass this. I want you to do what I'm doing in your own way somehow.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, it depends on your circumstances. I think most people uh, don't have 30-some-odd grandchildren. They may have a handful, right? So, you know, you might... Decide. Okay, what is important? Uh, what, what What do I want to convey to my to my grandchildren? And you might decide to write a, a letter a month, something mm-hmm. like that. That's or uh, you know, you don't have to do it all at once. I did it because I have some little ones who I don't know where I'm going to be mm-hmm. when they're ready to mm-hmm. to read it. Right. Right. Well, what but, this world's going to look like. Exactly. So uh, I think do whatever works for you. You don't have to you know, publish a book or whatever. Yeah. You can put it in a three ring binder mm-hmm. or, you know, send an email or whatever. But I would say save them because yeah. you never know if they might get lost, mm-hmm. you know, how c- kids can be. And then if they say, you know, Grandma, you, know, you sent me this letter on, on the work, uh, yeah. you know, five years ago. And I've been looking all over for it. I can't find it. Well, here yeah. it is. I can yeah, print I it out for you. So, uh, you know, whatever works for you, whatever makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This is just a tremendous book. In my view, enjoys you. Hope for your grandchildren, talking to the third generation about what matters. Thank you for your work in this book, other books, just your life, your wife and and your family there, uh, for speaking a word of awakening and revival and renewal into the family, because that's the building block, isn't it, for the world and for the church? So uh, we are going to be coming back with Father John Paul to make some comments and and sharing about the show today. And he's somebody who was greatly influenced by his grandparents, so it's going to be a wonderful time. Again, hope for your grandchildren talking to the third generation about what matters, available at EWTNRC.com. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, we're here with Father John Paul, and I'm so happy to have you back. Well, I know how much you loved and appreciated the things that we were talking about, sure. the influence of grandparents, so mm-hmm. tell our family.
3: I'm having a hard time picking which one I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned great-grandparents. I had a, a great-grandmother that I was very close to, Nan. She died at 95. And I. I used to go in there as a a little boy and just go sit with her and visit her at the nursing home often. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandfather on my mom's side, uh, Paul Cecil Hayden Sr., now there's Paul Cecil Hayden the fourth. Oh, wow. Um, You know, he was the rock of our family um, as far as passing on um, the Catholic faith for one. I was born and raised Catholic. And I don't think I ever really knew why I was Catholic um, until I was in my 20s, 21, um, until I really embraced my Catholic faith, kind of fell away, I think, after confirmation. But at the same time, I always was um, proud that I was Catholic, and I got that from my grandfather. Mm -hmm. I got that from my grandfather. Growing up, I would always have this sense he would talk to us about what it meant to be Catholic and that he always asked us, are you going to mass? Mm -hmm. Are you going to mass? Um, And I know he had a deep faith. Um, He used to hand out uh, these Jesus cards. Um, (laughs) They were his business card. Mm -hmm. So when he died, uh, um, I had his funeral. That was my first um, funeral as a Catholic priest. Mm -hmm. Wow. My Whoa. first year of priesthood what was a blessing. was uh, mm. his funeral. And so I was, I was walking up to the church. Uh, somebody said to me, uh, do you know that they called your grandfather the Jesus man? And that really struck me. I knew that he passed out Jesus cards. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he put him and my grandmother, they put a, a check and a Jesus card in a Christmas card for us, birthday cards. I don't remember how much money was on the check, Mm -hmm. but I remember the card, Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he always would talk about the importance of the Holy Name of Jesus. And he would always bow his head at the Holy Name of Jesus, like very reverently. I can even see him now uh, washing the dishes, making the sign Mm -hmm. of the cross, you know, just Mm -hmm. very intentionally, very, Mm -hmm. very slowly, you know, not like very very casually. And those things made an impression on me Mm -hmm. as a kid growing up. Um, Yeah, I could just talk about him. And the power of his (laughs) prayers
0: in your life and your vocation.
3: So his wife, my my grandmother, uh, Cecilia, Mm -hmm. Cecil and Cecilia,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) right?
3: Cecilia Mary, uh, she would pray the rosary for every single one of us, all 27, I'm number three, She mentioned us by name in the rosary at the very beginning of the rosary, by name. So Stephen said at the very beginning, his first show the other day, don't lose hope. Mm -hmm. I would say that to grandparents, don't lose hope. Actually mention your grandchildren by name Mm -hmm. in prayer when you pray the rosary, because I'm convinced that that's what saved me. You know, I look back at my life and there, there are times when I see God intervened in my life and saved me. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that it's my grand, grandparents' prayers for me, mm-hmm. you know, well, that I'm here you, as a priest.
1: Right. Yeah. Powerful, beautiful testimony. Thank you so much. Please close us in prayer with a blessing.
3: We remember you who are grandparents, especially those of you who are perhaps agonizing over your grandchildren's. A departure from the faith, from God, from reality. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he turn His face to you and be merciful to you. May he show you His kindness and give you His peace. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Go Amen. in peace. Thank, Thank
1: you, Father. You. So let's not only know the faith, but pass on the faith to our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and that generations yet unborn would grow to praise the Lord. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.